This is Where I'm At, a podcast on health, wellness, and yoga. I'm Lauren D'Angelo. I'm a yoga teacher, writer, and a marketer, and I will be doing the interviewing of my teachers on this podcast. The important people in my life who have taught me and helped me and shaped my life into what it is today. If you listen to this podcast, you can expect to hear talks on health, wellness, yoga, and lifestyle. This is a fun, lighthearted podcast where my hope is you learn something new that you can take away and implement in your life. Plus, you get the added bonus of getting to know local yoga teachers and those in the health and wellness field in the Boston area and beyond. I'm here today with one of my favorite people, Felicia Perpera. I met her um, through spinning, but she's so much more than a spin instructor. I've learned that through my relationship with her, she's super into health and wellness. She's always posting about some um, really yummy food and meals. She's also a mom to Rowan. And um, recently she has been into a, a fashion blog called Like to Know It, which I'm really excited for her to talk about. So Felicia, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. I'm really excited to talk to you today. Hi, Lauren. Thank you so, so much for having me on. When you reached out to me about this, I like, I was just so excited. So thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, you've had, I feel like this, even prior to this year, you've had a lot going on, but I feel like just this year, there's been just like fire <laughs> with your posts in your life and everything that's been going on. And so that was really what prompted me to, to reach out to you and just kind of talk to you about your journey. Cause I feel like I feel really inspired often when I see your posts and I see everything that it is that you're up to. Um, so I really, I, I really wanted to talk to you because I feel like, you know, the listeners would just learn so much from you. You know, some of the things that I often see that I really admire, you're super consistent, right? So you have a, a I think, a real consistency and cadence to your life, which I, I think is like 99% of, <laughs> of what makes it work. And I think that um, your ability to kind of stay focused and, um, you know, really share insights on what it is that you're learning throughout your journey is just something that, that I've watched. And uh, I think it's so cool. I mean, do you feel that? Do you feel consistency? I mean, so it's so funny to hear someone else talk about you. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I'm like, oh, I'm glad you think that about me. No, but um, I think in certain aspects of my life and areas of my life, I am consistent. So in regard to like working out and nutrition, I'm a consistent person. Um, I've, I've been doing it for years and years and years and kind of found a routine and consistency and kind of rely on that for my everyday life. Um, but I think like all in all, it's so funny to hear people say like, oh, you seem like you, you know, you got it together. Or you're con a consistent person because I'm just, you know, day by day over here. So, <laughs> so, so when it comes to, you know, fitness, nutrition, totally. Um, yeah. Other things, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Get into it. Yes. <laughs> no, I understand. I mean, I feel like I, I'm very much the same way in that, that, that physical aspect, that physical workout is, yeah. and even meal prepping as much as I possibly can. Like those are the two things. It's like, how am I going to feed my body in yeah. order to get through all the other stuff that like we've got to get through right yeah, the totally. the work and the and the relationships and and keeping keeping your energy up so that you can you can actually do the 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 good stuff right the stuff that you want to do but i really think it starts with like feeding your body and taking care of yourself absolutely absolutely so um i'm like 
I'm huge into that. I, I guess for the past, I want to say like four years or so, um, I've been, as you know, tracking, tracking macros. And that's kind of what has like fueled me for my workouts and like my mm-hmm. life. I was somebody to previous to discovering how to track macros was totally the typical, like less calories is better. Um, you know, only vegetables and fruit in this Monday through Friday of like eating tiny salads and whatever. And on the weekends be like, give me all the pizza and, and everything that, you know, everyone would consider not so good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it totally kind of changed my life around when I discovered macros actually learned from somebody else and, and applied it to my life and just discovered and developed this whole, I guess, new relationship with food. Um, and, and looked at, at food as fuel and, and stuff and things that your body just needs in order to mm-hmm. lead an active lifestyle, lead a happy lifestyle, lead a balanced lifestyle. And it worked for me, right? Yeah. At the day, it worked for me. And I think when you like something so much, you talk about it so much and people just started <laughs> talking Asking. about it. With me. And, yeah. and honestly, that's just you know, and here I am four or five years later, I'm still um, very much into it and believe in it and am working with a couple of people too on that too. So it's good. Yeah. I also kind of think too, it's also um, the, the proof is in how, who it is that you are, right? Not so much necessarily the, the look that too physically, right? Definitely fit, but it's also the vibe and the energy and the positivity, all of that kind of radiates from you. And I think that that is what draws others to you. I think that's, that's where it comes from, right? It's like, it's that, it's all of that energy that you, that you put out is what, is what attracts, right? So I think you were talking a little bit about how you kind of just by being you, other people are reaching out to you being like, Hey, like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) what are you up to? (laughs) (laughs) Totally. So one of the things that I wanted to talk to you, I wanted to kind of start from the beginning. Tell us a little bit about your background. Cause I, I don't know how I found this out about you. I kind of, uh, when I met you, I think I just automatically assumed you were always kind of in the, you know, the, the, the health and wellness world, but you kind of started out a lot like me, you were, you were in corporate a couple of years back, right? Oh yeah, totally. Totally. So I, Um, I had a couple of jobs right out of college. Um, I started actually in retail, which is crazy and, um, found myself maybe two years out of college, um, landed in biopharma recruiting. So, um, totally didn't have any background or experience. I, I graduated with a marketing degree. So, and I think, I think this has kind of been, you know, a trend for the, for my life. I, I, I started in a marketing degree because I didn't know what I ever wanted to do. And someone told me that business and marketing was broad. So that's what I did, you know, and I landed in biopharma recruiting um, and it was a sales position. I think recruiting in general is kind of a little bit of sales, um, but I learned so, so, so much. Um, It was a tiny company and I grew with that company. I think I was like maybe the, I don't know, 18th, 19th employee. And by the time I left there, we were well over a hundred employees. So wow. the company grew quite a bit. Um, I moved up quite a bit in that company and I learned a ton just about the industry, um, about sales, about growing a small business. Um, and yeah, but it was corporate. It was, I was driving from, um, first Brighton to Quincy, but then when I moved over to the suburbs to Rentham, driving from Rentham to Quincy, for that nine to five, which was more like a seven to seven. Of course. 
Monday through Friday job. And um, I loved it. I did love it. And then it just got to a point. I feel like I moved, I moved far enough up into that company, got to the point where here I was 26 years old. I had just gotten married and was like the most stressed out of my life. (laughs) It was just, um, it was a lot of responsibility and just a lot on, on my shoulders for someone to be so young, you know, like Mm -hmm. I was responsible for a team and I, um, you know, I had to fire people and I, I, it wasn't good for my mental health. And I think to take a step back and, um, you know, obviously in conversation with my husband, just be like, you know, where am I at right now? Is this really what I want to be doing? And at that time I had, I had really been focusing, it was around the time of my wedding been focusing just about around, you know, fitness and nutrition. And I discovered Revd as a rider um, mm-hmm. and kind of um, reached out to them about becoming an instructor and, and eventually became an instructor all while working this corporate life. Wow. Finally just said to my husband, like, I want to be more involved in fitness and nutrition. Like, that's what I want to be doing. And he said, then like, go do it. Like, let's leave, leave your stupid job. Like, you know, <laughs> and I was like, you know, I do, I do. So yeah. obviously it's more than a decision. You have to sit down. I had to take a look at like, could this really work for us? Um, and we, I kind of just did it. I, I made the jump and I reached out to, to Revd and, and said like, Hey, like, I want to work full time for you. And here's a job description of what I, what, I have in my background, here's my resume, here's what I think that I could bring to the company. And um, long story short, I ended up full-time at Revd um, wow. as their development lead and then full-time instructor, which is the best part. Yeah. Yeah. And so you did that for, that was two years, right? In 2018. Yeah, I did it for a couple of years. And then um, I'm still teaching there now as an instructor, but you know, pandemic mm. 2000 yeah. March and um, it changed a lot of, a lot of people's lives, including mine and, and was furloughed, um, from yeah. rest. And, um, I think, you know, from March through the summer, we're in kind of this limbo of, you know, what, what to expect and what's going to mm-hmm. happen. And the fitness being in the fitness industry during this time is scary. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, had to, had to make some choices as to, okay, like, yes, this is truly what I love. I still love teaching. I still love um, spinning. I want to be involved when it comes to that sort of stuff, but um, I might have to pivot my, yeah. my career. Yeah. 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 I feel like so much of us have, have decided to pivot. I mean, it's been, it's hard to watch. I mean, I, I, I know that small business owners are, are really struggling and, you know, I do, I think we all kind of do as much as we can, especially if you're part of the local community, like you and I are to, to help. But at the same time, I feel like there's, you know, there's really something to be said with making sure that, you know, you're covered too, right? So like, I think one of the best things that you can do as, as somebody who's part of the community is kind of assist where you can, but also kind of be like, I'm good. I can do this. I can do it. I can grow on my own too. I can find what it is that I want to go after. So that way they're kind of, the small business is able to do what it is that they need to do. And you're still able to kind of do what it is that, that you need to do. And I think that um, there's been this really nice balance in 2020 this year, specifically in, in the health and wellness industry, where we're all kind of helping each other um, through through these times, because it is it is super difficult and it, so much has totally changed. 
Um, so what, tell us a little bit of what it is that you have been up to since you've been furloughed and you're still teaching um, spin, but then I know that there's some other things that you, you've been doing too. Totally, yeah. So um, been into quite a bit. So I'm still teaching spin, um, but when I decided to kind of pivot and figure out like, okay, what is my next step here? I went ahead and um, started taking the 40 hour real estate course. Um, to become a real estate salesperson for Massachusetts. Um, so I figured, you know, like it, this is a little bit of sales. It's, it's good to have under my belt. Um, I knew nothing about it aside from, you know, that it's selling houses. I had, I've bought and sold a house before um, on my own with my husband, but you know, that's all I really knew. And I needed something to pass the time. I was home, you know, <laughs> I was yeah. home yeah. with my daughter and I was like, I need to just, get out of this funk that I'm in. I can't just be home doing nothing. I've never been that type of person. I've always been somebody that's like constantly on the go. Yeah. Something else. So I took the course. Um, I finished the course actually maybe a couple months ago now and have been waiting patiently because everything is so backed up from COVID. Um, I need approval from this organization called PSI in order for me to even sign up to take the exam. Mm -hmm. So I've been waiting for like maybe six weeks now on that approval and I can't take the exam until I get it. Uh -huh. So and then I found myself in like a waiting <laughs> game of like, okay, I'll wait to like actually take the test to actually become a real estate salesperson. So um, I waited on that and then discovered like to know it. <laughs> I know I was just gonna say but this is the best part so while you're while you're waiting for to take your real estate you know exam you fall into this like to know it which I yeah that's that was we've only been doing it what like four weeks five weeks. Yeah, I started literally the first post I posted about it was on Halloween. Okay. For Halloween so it's been what about four weeks almost five weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah so I mean, it's very random how I, I came across it. I mean, I follow a couple of bloggers on Instagram and I knew about like to know it through them, but mm -hmm. always assumed you had to have like a million followers or yeah. be like a huge popular blogger in order to be involved in something like that. And long story short is you don't, you know, yeah. so, um, I actually discovered it through some, someone else that I, I don't know if uh, anyone on here is listening knows Sam Beers. I'll give her a big shout out because <laughs> another instructor at Revd and she um, posted about it and I was like, oh my God, you have a like to know it. And I, I looked into it a little bit and she's like, yeah, you just apply. And I, I went in and I applied and I kind of forgot about it for a while. <laughs> it says like, oh, you can, you can apply for it and you might get rejected, rejected a couple of times and, you know, keep trying or whatever. And I forgot, honestly forgot about it. I just like went back to doing my everyday thing. And then one day got an email being like, Hey, you're accepted to like to know it. And I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. So I kind of just started and tinkered around on the site a little bit and I had no idea what I was doing at all. Um, still pretty much don't, I'm kind of just like <laughs> going with it here, but figure figured it out. I've always had like this really like I've always loved fashion. I mean, growing yeah. up, me and my mom together, like our people ask what my hobby is, it's shopping. Like <laughs> aside from 
like fitness aspect of everything I do, it's, it's shopping. I love shopping. My husband wants to kill me, but (laughs) I just love it. I love it. And I get that from my mom, her growing up, like that was what we did together. We went Uh shopping. So yeah, I always loved it. I loved fashion and just, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. People people in general used to say like, oh, where'd you get that? Or where'd you get this? And so I just started posting about where I got this stuff. And like, it's kind of blown up out of nowhere. Yeah, it has. Nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so where do you, how are you shopping now? Like, cause are you going out? Are you focusing more on doing it online? Like how, how is it working for you? So a lot of it is online. Um, a lot of I, a lot of 2020s online. So, <laughs> a lot of my shopping is done online. And I actually used to be somebody who hated online shopping because things just don't fit right, and they look totally different on a model that you see online versus how they look on you. And, um, but I think, I don't know. You you adjust based on the times and based on what you can do. I have a a one year old at home, so I'm not taking her out shopping with me, you know. Um, I think on occasion I'll go to a store and see something I like and buy it, but for the most part, it's online. Um, And a lot of the stuff too that I have that I have been utilizing is stuff that I I've accumulated over time. I mean, I I was my career was fitness for the past two years, so a lot of my clothes were you know, leggings and and sweatshirts, things like that. But um, staple goods that I have, you know, like a great jacket that I have, or even like the the stuff in my house, you know, I moved into my house a year and a half ago. So I bought a bunch of new stuff as far as interior design is concerned. So, um, you know, utilizing the stuff that I have, but then like tinkering around online and saying like, oh my God, I love this. But like, let me, let me pause. Let me wait till it's on sale. I'm always about going for the sale. So that's kind of what I've been like. (laughs) you know, telling people about people. Like yeah. Too. <laughs> I think it's so great. I mean, I, I was wondering recently, I was like, I wonder if she's buying new stuff and then posting about it, or if she's utilizing some of the stuff that she's had for some time and she's still able to actually find the links online. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. And a lot of the time too, it's like, okay, uh, you know, I went and bought a, a few pairs of jeans over the summer and those jeans are still available right now. Um, yeah. Or I bought a dress for a Christmas photo shoot for my family and like, it's still available. And I'm post, you know, people are wondering yeah. where I got that. Um, shoes, I, I love shoes. I have so many shoes and they're, those types of things are, are still consistent and pretty available online. Yeah. yeah. How do you stay motivated to do all of this? That's like my number one question, right? So like you, you have a one-year-old who I'm sure gives you a run for your money. She's totally adorable, (laughs) but you know, between, you know, obviously having your own workout regime, your own kind of nutrition, Mm -hmm. being a spin instructor and, you know, be mindful enough to go through your day and, be like, oh yeah, this is something I use often. Maybe I should tell people about this or being really consistent about posting for like to know it. How do you, how do you do it? Like, how do you stay so motivated? Yeah, I think, I think for me, I just, I'm not somebody that can sit still and in order for, to stay motivated when it, for me in general, I have to enjoy what I'm doing. If I don't like it, it's just, it's not going to happen for me. So, um, so staying motivated, you know, I, I enjoy nutrition. I enjoy fitness. I enjoy spin. So those are the things I've stayed motivated in. I enjoy 
fashion and I've been like loving just posting about different fashion. And I love, and I love, I love the response people have been giving me, you know, at first you're so unsure to do something. Cause you're like, Oh, are people going to find this annoying? Like who the heck am I to even be starting something like this? Like who the heck am totally. I? Totally. You know? That's totally and, right. Yeah, like I'm like, like who gave me permission, you know, but, like, <laughs> but people are great. Uh, you know, people are awesome. People have given me such good feedback of like, mm-hmm. I love that you're doing this. I'm loving like this whole different side of Felicia that I, I never really knew existed. Um, and so I stay motivated because I like it. And mm-hmm. um, I think like the bottom line, the person that I am is like, I want to be as genuine as possible. I can, as I can be with people. Um, even in, in spin classes, when I'm teaching spin, like I'm not saying something over the mic that I've like thought about hours before I'm saying it because I truly feel it in that moment. Um, and I truly believe like genuine people are trustworthy people. I want people yeah. to trust me, you know, when it comes to anything they're seeing from me, whether it be fitness related, food related, or, um, you know, like to know it related. Um, I want to, I want to be a, a genuine person. And so anything that you see pretty much on my Instagram, I'm not trying to sell you because I hate it. I'm trying to sell you because I have it and I love it. Um, (laughs) I think that's the bottom line. That's the only reason I stay motivated is I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm trying to not let it like take up. It's easy to let it take up so much time. Like Dave's like, Oh, you're posting about our picture frames. Like what's happening? Like, I didn't mean to, like, I'm taking a video of Rowan looking at a Christmas tree and someone's like, where are those frames from? I'm like, oh, okay. You know, it just, it's, it's kind of organic like that, but it's awesome. It's so fun. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's almost kind of like you, you gave people permission to ask you now that you've opened up Pandora's box. It's kind of like when they see something, oh, I can, I can ask her, right? Cause she'll totally yeah. tell me where it came from. And yeah. I do think that there's a lot to be said for being authentic and being genuine. And I, even though it's, it's hard, it takes, I think it takes a lot of courage to consistently put yourself out there. Um, not really knowing what the feedback is or the, you know, what the response is going to be. But I do think that if you do it in a true genuine way, the way that I, I think you've done it, you do get a response that's deserving because I, somehow some way people can tell the difference they can tell when it's kind of pre-baked and cooked versus like no this is just her being her right totally and that's what's fun about it like I get to kind of be you know people know me from certain aspects of how they met me whether it be through college or whether it be through spin or or family or, or people know certain versions of me, but there are a lot of different versions of me. So I, I'm trying to kind of portray that a little bit on there. I think that's what's the most fun, especially, I mean, being home with a one-year-old all day, you know, yeah. like I can't baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's kind of nice to be able to, even though it's talking into my phone to kind of relate to people in that way and have them respond back to me in that way. Um, it's been kind of nice. Yeah. Were you scared to leave your job two years ago? Oh my God. I was like, I was petrified. I, it was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. Would Um, you do it again? A million times over. (laughs) Could you, could you imagine going back? No, I will never work a corporate nine to five ever again. Like I, I think that's another reason too. I, I decided to take that real estate course is 
Um, it's not a typical nine to five and I can kind of do what I wish with it. I can make it as big or as small as I want. It's kind of just nice to have under my belt, but I'll never go back to that nine to five lifestyle. It's just not, it's not who I am anymore. I think um, I've changed a lot over the past couple of years and I just, you know, I need to be doing different things. I need to be, I can't be in my cubicle. I got to be out and about. I got to be talking to people. I love people, love people. So um, yeah, I I don't think I could ever do that again. I didn't realize this until just now, but we both left. So I left corporate in March of 2018. So we both must have left right around the same time. You probably left just a few months before me. Did you say January? It will be three years in January? Ah, yeah, I left in January. Yeah, yep. Isn't that funny? I didn't know that. I left yep. in March of 2018 and then I kind of spent, I spent a good, I don't know, it was probably like eight months just kind of teaching yoga full time and finding myself and figuring out. I feel like it takes a little while to unravel or unwind, if you will, from that lifestyle where you are waking up and you're showering and getting in the car, driving, you know, arriving, sitting in the cube, going to the meetings, and then, you know, reversing that out when you get home. And so getting your mind and your brain to not get panicked or have fear or anxiety when you're not doing that, I felt like for me, it took like four months alone, just like waking up and being like, no, Lauren, like you don't, you don't actually have to shower and get dressed and like hurry up and get out the door. Like you can sit here and like write or just be here. Like it's your, that's the whole point of what you're supposed to be doing right now. Right. Right. So and would you yeah. ever go back. Would you ever go back? I would never go back. <laughs> I would never go back. Yeah, I it mean, takes a certain person. <laughs> it does. It does. I have a lot of respect for people who can do that and, you know, it's their jam and they're, they're totally happy and fine doing it. I mean, we all have our days where we're frustrated and they're not great, but for the most part, I know people who are happy doing that and I have a lot of respect for them, but I know that my brain just works different if I am able to have a little bit more freedom in the way that I think. And Sometimes it's 5.30 in the morning and sometimes it's like seven o'clock at night. And I, that's just how I am. But no, I wouldn't. I do a lot of consulting, marketing consulting on the side. And I, I really do love that. Um, but I, I love it because it doesn't feel super permanent to me. So there's a, a drive to want to be the best that I can be knowing that I need to continue to show up. Um, and for some reason, like in my full-time job, even though they were all at will, I, I still didn't, I didn't always feel that. So I guess I like, I'm a little bit better if I'm like fast feet, like on my toes all the time, kind of, right. Yeah, totally. And actually too, I, when I did leave that job, I mean, it, it was hard in a lot of different ways, but it was also hard because I, I felt like I had some sort of responsibility to my family. My parents are both immigrants here. So I had this like huge, I felt like responsibility to have that like big important job you know like that they worked so hard to you know raise me and I and I got to go to college and they never went to college so here here I was telling my parents hey like by the way I'm leaving my job that's real that pays me really well and gives me a great life right now and I'm I'm actually gonna go teach spin now what did they say when you told them um you know they're, they were super supportive. They, 
they at first were like, are you sure? Yeah. (laughs) Like, are you sure you want to do that? But um, they were supportive. I had years before that, well, I said, I started in retail and, and I was doing well in that. And I left retail to go to this biopharma job that paid me a very low base salary and the rest of my earnings were made in commission. And so when I took that move, they, they were really like, you shouldn't do this. They, they were like, you don't want to risk it this way. You need to be saving for a home. And I did it anyways, and ended up being really successful in, in, yeah. in the biopharma recruiting and, in, and at that company. So I think based on that, they kind of trusted that I yeah. kind of knew what I was doing. And even if I didn't know what I was doing, I'd figure it out. Yeah, you will figure it out. Absolutely. Where are your parents from? Where were their immigrants from where? Yeah, they're both um, from Portugal, different, different um, parts of Portugal. So um, I'm 100% Portuguese. My mom moved, they're both moved when they were very, very young, but kind of grew up in this um, very strict, um, you know, lifestyle of their parents just trying to make it and get by um, and working wow. in trees and things like that. So um, I learned, I've learned a lot growing up that way. Um, and just and, and I owe a lot of, of who I am now to being raised that way. Just understanding, you know, the value of a dollar. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So what's, well, talk to me a little bit about being a mom first. How's yeah. that oh, going? Yeah. My favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> oh my God. I love being a mom. It's like being a mom was the best thing that has ever in my life happened to me. I might've just said that the best thing that happened to me was leaving that corporate job. (laughs) (laughs) The actual best thing that has ever happened to me was becoming a mom Um, and being a mom. Honestly, like this past year, she's 16 months now. Yeah. This past year and a half. I mean, it's been wild, like absolutely wild. I had Rowan um, the end of June, 2019. And then went back to work in September and then trained for a marathon and that marathon got halted because of a global pandemic and (laughs) I lost my job and Mm -hmm. I'm on this path to kind of figuring out what I want to do with my life and that's all in this time frame of just becoming a mom so um thank god for being a mom you know like thank god for me having having Rowan here it's a lot of work every single day to like take care of and raise now a one and a half year old. She's a toddler. She's running around. She's constantly my attention. She's, um, you know, she's a growing human being, but I get to teach her every day. And and that's the silver lining. I think of this whole year is it's been crazy. It's been hectic. It's been kind of one thing after another, but since March I've been home with her. So, you know, daycare is closed and everything. So I've, and, and I've, I'll never get this time back with her. So seeing all the things that she's learned and, and she's learned through me and that we get to do together, even if it's just at home or outside in our yard is like, it's the best. It's amazing. Yeah. And I'll come, I can complain about it all I want to my husband. I'll be like, oh my God, like I need to like not have, I can't, I can't be with a baby for one day. And like, and that's like a normal, at first I felt guilty saying that, but like, it's just true. Yeah. You know, like parents out there listening, it just is like, Sometimes you need to break too. And, and I say that straight up to him and he'll be like, all right, go, like, go, yeah. go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out, go shopping, go away. <laughs> yeah. Go away. <laughs> so here's the interesting thing. So you've had her for 18 months. If you like, think about it, can you remember what your life was like prior to even having her? 
no. Like who, someone said this to ask me this. I think it was my dad. He's like, can you even imagine a time before Rowan? And I was like, no. My, Isn't that weird? It, it's weird. Our entire yeah. life revolves around my daughter and like in the yeah. best way, you know? And, yeah. Um, I, like, and I can't, I can't wait to like keep my family growing and people keep asking me that. They're like, especially my mom, oh my God, <laughs> when are more babies coming? And I'm like, mom, like, I'm just, I definitely want more. I'm just enjoying this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to go on vacation with, you know, me, Dave and Rowan. I want to, and, and obviously we can't right now. So yeah. um, I want to, I want it to be us three for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's smart. I think that that's so cool. And I, I do think that one of the most remarkable things that I hear often is being a mom is so hard, right? Being a parent is so hard, but I can't imagine my life. I can't imagine not doing it. And I can't even remember what it was like before I had them. Like I, yep. it's just, that idea is just out the window. It's like, I don't remember what my life was like. Yeah. So yeah. just goes to show the hard things are worth it. Right. It's, it's, it's totally. the tough things. And then, yeah. And she, and like, it's so funny too. Now everyone's like, okay, people ask me what stage have you liked the best? And I feel like every other month I'm like, I like this stage the best. <laughs> okay. Now I like this stage the best, but, um, and while it gets a little bit harder because you know, as toddlers are more active and they need more attention than newborns, it's so much more rewarding yeah. to hear her say, like, her, she's just started saying, I love you. And it's more like, oh. I do, I do. And it's, <laughs> but you know what she means and it's so cute. And she's understanding what like affection and like finding her personality. It's so awesome. So yeah. That's so amazing. That's yeah. so great. And so then talk to us about like to know what are you going to, you're going to keep doing it. You're going to keep growing it. I hope. Totally, totally. I'm going to keep doing it as, you know, like as long as I'm keep enjoying it, I'm going to keep doing it. So, um, yeah, I'll be on there as much as I can. I'm going to, I'm going to try to research into it a little bit more. So I, you know, I'm learning as I go. And I think yeah, that's, that's just the best we can all do is with anything new that we take on, you just take it on and you learn as you grow. So yeah, I'm going to keep doing that. Um, I'm going to keep spinning. I'm going to keep waiting for this PSI application to come so I can take this test and Honestly, like my, the future of like my career or my label or my title is like so unknown. And I, and I'm actually so okay with that right now. Yeah. Um, I'm just okay with that right now. I'm, I'm, I'm happy doing a, a little bit of everything as long as I'm enjoying it, you know? So, yeah. um, to me, like happiness equals everything. So <laughs> if, like, if it's, if it's, if you're not happy, like figure out why and then change it for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, it's worth it, right? I mean, it is, it, it is really, really scary for sure. I remember when I left, you know, my corporate job, I was like, I, I bought a house that year too. And I was like, I must be out of my mind. Like this is, people don't do it this way. They don't leave their corporate job and then decide to buy a home. But I did. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, yeah. I did. And it was definitely the best decision that I, that I ever had. I mean, I, I've always gone really hard in my corporate world and in my corporate life to the point where I feel like I missed out on other parts of my life. But now I feel like I'm starting to reach a point where, okay, like I, I feel a lot more, a lot more balanced. You know, I spend a lot more time at home because I work from home now. Whereas before I, I would be gone for 10, 12 hours a day. I'd be like, why don't even, why do I even have a home? I'm not even here. Right. Yeah. I decorate for Christmas and I'd be like, I don't even enjoy the lights because I'm not even here to, to yep. see the lights go off and on. Like it, it just was really not conducive to like 
living, making a life, right? Yeah. Like I just yeah. felt like I was getting through. So when you're packing your breakfast, lunch, dinner, and yes. end of night snack, like, you know, there's just something off, you know, That's like, right. like, no, no, no. <laughs> my workout bag, right. My workout bag, all the meals, my, yeah. my work bag. I, I literally had like three bags at one point, every time I was leaving the house and I was like, there's this, is, there's something wrong with this. Yeah. This isn't the model of life. Like this yeah. can't be it. Yeah. So I think it's worth taking those scary risks. Cause I, I feel as if most of the time, even if it's not what you intended it to be, something else happens along the way where you're kind of like, oh, right. This is where I was actually supposed to be. Even though when I left my job, I thought it was going to be this. Yeah. It, it changes. It just, it morphs. So yeah. Um, who are your teachers? My teachers, I have, I think, I think teachers in general change through like every phase of your life. But um, when I thought about this, I picked two. And I would say my first teacher is definitely, was definitely my mom growing up. Um, I would say her and I didn't have maybe the strongest relationship when I was younger. Now we have a really strong relationship. Um, Our relation, when I grew up, it was more like tough love. Yeah. Uh, That's just a a little bit of how she was raised and, and her background um, and how she was brought up too. But she taught me hard work. She taught me drive. She taught me, like I said earlier, the value of a dollar. She taught me about starting from the bottom and how hard work will get you there no matter what. Um, and she taught me like success as a woman, you know, like she always said, like, I never wanted to have to rely on your dad as much as her and my dad love each other and have been married for years and years. Like I never wanted to have to rely on your dad. Um, and I like, I learned a lot from that. And I want, I want to teach Rowan that too, that like, I don't want anything handed to you. I, or I'm not going to hand anything to you. I want you to, I want you to, even if I could, you know, like I I want to be able to buy your first car and pay for your own gas and um, your car insurance and like have a job in the summer. And um, at the time I just hated it. I hated all of it. My friends don't have to do this. My friends don't have to bike in the heat to work, <laughs> like <in the laughs> to pay for their car insurance. Like, um, but you know, it, it made me the woman I am today, and I'm I'm better for it. Um, right. I'm, you know, I'm stronger for it, and I am not afraid of hard work. Um, and I think that that's that's been what's what's helped me get to where I am too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so true. I think that that's that's so awesome. I love hearing that. I also love hearing that, like, as you have grown up and, and seen what your mom's, you know, lessons or your mom's way as you were growing up has taught you, it's kind of created your bond with her to be stronger. And it's even kind of like, okay, now I have a daughter and this is actually how I fully plan on intending to raise my daughter too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, my second teacher is my husband is (laughs) Honestly, and um, I say that because I am somebody who I'm so go, go, go. I'm like, okay, what are we doing next? What's happening today? Like, what's the to-do list? We have to do this, this, and this. And like, um, and he is so the opposite of that. He is so like, let's slow down. Like, let's just enjoy for a second. He's the most down-to-earth guy you'll ever meet. He's the type of guy, I mean, our friends and family 
he's who they call if they need something or have a question mm. um, or are stuck. Really, really, Dave's the guy and he's that guy for me too. So like anything I can't figure out or do on my own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's my go-to, um, especially when it comes to anything like tech related, you know, electron, like those, all those things. But like, um, he's just my guy. He teaches me yeah. a lot. Yeah. Compassion and, um, and love, you know, love is such a broad word, but I think love can be expressed in so many different ways. And I learned that through Dave. It's not yeah. only like mushy gushy love. It's the like, I'm like, I, I'll do anything for you and I'll help you and I'll be there and I'll teach you love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know you guys have like a super duper close relationship, which is, I think super, it, it's really admirable, but you've also known each other. Oh my for- God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and I met, I met him my freshman year of college, but we didn't start dating until we both graduated. He's a couple years older than me. Um, but we've been together for almost eight years now. Um, And so I think that's also, I mean, we've learned a lot from each other. We've grown and we've changed as people. Um, And for some relationships that can be tough, but I think for us, it's been, don't get me wrong. Everybody has tough spots in in their life and their relationship. But I think for us, it's just like understanding, like, who are you as the root of the person? I love that about you. And like, if this is what you want to change and this is how you're going to change, like, let me change with you kind of. So yeah. I hope that that continues and I plan on that to continue, but it's been really rewarding. Um, you know, I, like I said, I met him when I was 18 and it's crazy. <laughs> that is so amazing. I think that that's so great. And what do, is this, does he have a nine to five? Is he, does he go to work every day? No, Dave works. So he's in his family business. Um, okay. He works at a place called Federal Glass and Mirror. It's a glass mirror window company. Um, but it is, it is a typical, like he works Monday through Friday, he gets in at seven, he stays till five. And so that's his, that's his jam. Um, it's kind of, he gets to like work with his cousin and his dad and his uncle, which I don't know, you'd have to ask him. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just interesting that like he does do the, the nine to five and yet you guys still, you know, you guys still find a way where it totally works that way. And this pandemic, I mean, he was considered essential. He went to work still every single day. So that was another thing through this whole year. It's been kind of like he'd come home and it was just so, it'd be me like home with Rowan all day, not being able to leave the house in those early months. And it was just, it was, it's something that we all just had to adapt to and um, we made it work and yeah, yeah, that's it. That's hard. Okay. And then your favorite quote. My favorite quote. Okay. Again, I have a, I have a few different ones, but this one I feel like is probably <laughs> best and kind of like one I, I've lived by for a while. It's be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Um, I like it. Yeah. It's just, I like it because it's like, again, going kind of full circle back to how we first chatted. It's kind of like, be genuine, be who you are. Um, those who stick around in your life will stick around in your life for a reason. And those yeah. who will, will leave for a reason and they just weren't meant to be there. So um, yeah. whether you you think it'll be portrayed a certain way out there, like it really doesn't matter. Like just mm-hmm. if you're happy, be who you are and that's it. Yeah. yeah. And then I always like to close 
by telling a story. And I, <laughs> mine is like one of the very first times. It wasn't when I first, first met you, but it was soon after I met you. So I, I started, I've always gone to Revd. I feel like I've got, I don't even, I don't know how long Revd has been in business, but I, I've spun there now for quite some time. And most, so for the last three years, I did three marathons in three years. And so one of the ways on my like off days that I just let my legs kind of like flush out and just do something a little bit different, but also get strong is spin. And so through raising money for one of the nonprofits that I ran for called One Mission, I held a benefit class at, at Revd and I had just started taking your classes. I want to say it was Wednesday night, but it was like one consistent night. I think it was every Wednesday, 6 p.m. I was always there and I would always like something about Wednesdays. Like I felt like I was constantly dragging ass into that studio and I would leave and I would be like flying. I would just be so so happy and just felt like I just left everything that I needed to leave. And so when I was asked, you know, do you have a preference for who it is that you want to be the teacher of the benefit class? I was like, yes, I want Felicia hands down. And so you taught that class for me. Um, I think it was two, I think it was two years ago. I think you had just started there like full time and we're teaching pretty regularly, but I remember, and then I remember after I ran the marathon, I came back the following week. It was like one of my very first things back after I ran and I walked into the studio and I was a little bit late to class and you were like, oh my gosh, she's just in time. Here she is. And I was like, oh my goodness, is she really going to say it? And you were like, <laughs> you pointed to me and you're like, she just ran a marathon. And I was like, oh no, she really I had to. I had to. <laughs> so I'll always remember that. It's just like a, a really vibrant, um, just pure energy that's really inspiration that inspirational that I feel like I've always kind of felt from you. Um, and I think, I'm quite sure that other people feel it too. So um, thank you for everything that you bring. I think it's amazing. I think, you know, watching you has been really, really cool and I can't wait to see what you do next. <laughs> you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's, it's like a wild ride, especially this past year, but um, you know, I'm enjoying it. I'm doing it, I'm doing my thing. Good. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk to me, Felicia. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Lauren. I appreciate I'll, it too. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye.